Brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of the 22 Redeemed. It is Sean Patterson with you, and uh, our brother Stephen DeBille is still not with us this week. He is out getting the booster shot today, and um, so it's just myself today, and I believe he will be back next week or the week after. Got some stuff going on, so... um, if you're just tuning in for the first time, just to recap on on what this whole thing is, what's the 22 redeemed mean, and what we're doing is that, uh, you know, I just got uh, tired of hearing my brothers and sisters come home and losing the battle within, and uh, knowing myself that there's a better way out there, and just wanting to get Jesus to them. Um, I've had victory in Jesus over my addictions and battles and strongholds that the enemy has had taken control over my life and and I've, I've gotten freedom through Jesus Christ and I just want that for my brothers and sisters it's such an awesome feeling the freedom the spirit of liberty uh it's just it's just so good so um you know a lot of veterans out there um don't have that and I, I just want that for them and uh, it just it just scares me to think that uh, that they haven't accepted Jesus into their hearts, and, and God has definitely put that mission before me uh, to see uh, lives changed and uh, hearts healed and lives transformed. Uh, not just them, but their families as well, because that, that's important, man. The family unit, that's what uh, God loves to see uh, when two become one, and uh, it's such a beautiful thing. Uh, the family unit in a marriage... Um, the enemy comes between that marriage because um, only God's stuff comes from the marriage. You know, with child, everything, the whole thing is 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 ordained by God. Uh, so yeah, just just hearts healed and lives transformed in Jesus' name, and God get the glory. Uh, so that's what we're doing. That's our mission, and um, yeah. We're going to stake the ground for Jesus everywhere we go. Amen. Um, yeah, so you can hear our podcast uh, pretty much everywhere on the, on where podcasts can be found. Uh, we're coming to you live right now on the YouTube channel. And uh, we do have also a Roku channel. Um, I know that's kind of uh, not a lot of podcasts out there on Roku, uh, at least to my understanding. Maybe there is. <laughs> uh, but I haven't heard of it. Uh, but we're we haven't uh, we we are on Roku, and so just search the twenty two redeemed on your Roku device and uh, download that channel. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we don't get any money from it. Uh, it's all free, of course. And um, so yeah, it's just we're just here spreading the good news of Jesus, and uh, so that's that, that's our mission. We just uh, hope that veterans out there across the country are are receiving the good news of Jesus as I have and um, that's the mission inject Jesus <laughs> uh, so man I tell you what God has been talking to me a lot this weekend uh, sorry this week um, and um, you know, I got uh, I got a lot of verses here that I wanted to read, and if any of you have listened to our first podcast, we talked about a uh, recovery through Scripture. It's a twenty-two verses of Scripture that Stephen and I have put together, and we think it's pretty good. And uh, we think a lot of these verses veterans out there will relate to, and um, just, you know, be able to read these and just think, huh, I can relate to that. And, you know, maybe there is something to this whole Jesus and God thing. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's that's the goal is to get veterans thinking and, and to know that they are good enough and to for them to know that, you know, you have, um, you're never too far away. Your, your sins are never too bad enough to Jesus to look away from you. That's just, it's not how Jesus works. And uh, so I'm actually going to go through and 
read these to you, and um, we're just gonna, uh, yeah, we're just gonna read them, and then I'm gonna talk about a little bit afterwards about who God says we are and what He has for us uh, in His kingdom. And I think that's such an awesome and exciting uh, way to look at it, um, you know, be, because one of the biggest things that I struggled with was my purpose, and to now have a purpose, uh, having this mission, the 22 redeemed uh, before me, um, you know, they, it is such an awesome feeling, because uh, where I was before, I just hated myself, and uh, uh, just had no had no mission in front of me, you know, getting out and, you know, being in, you, you had you had a mission to accomplish and you accomplished said mission and uh yeah, you had goals. And now uh you know transform uh, transform transferring out from the military to civilian life has definitely been a uh hard mission for me very hard, and I think a lot of veterans out there can, um, they can, they can sympathize with that, they can understand that, um, so yeah, let's just get into these real quick, and then we'll talk afterwards, and, uh, so here we go, number one, so there's, there's basically going to be, uh, three pillars here, and, um, Number one, there's some verses that are foundational and surrendering. Um, two is the war within, the battle. And um, three is glory to glory, um, what we do with our faith now that we have it. And uh, so number one, foundational, John three sixteen. Everybody heard it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Um, one of the things that really stuck out to me in that verse is it kind of reignited it in my mind is um, replace the world with your name. And um, that was so powerful to me uh, because... Uh, that just put in my mind that God loved me. You know, he did that for me. And I know we talked about this before, but it's so important to um, just reiterate that. Uh, it's so good. Um, number two, John 3.17. You know, again, I said in podcast before, uh, what's so important is that whenever you get a verse, read a little bit before and a little bit after. Just get the whole context of it and see what it says. I mean, a lot of people out there can um, can uh, recite John 3.16, but do you know what John 3.17 says? And there's a reason why I separated these. Um, John 3.17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Um, so the reason they are separated is because um, a lot of us veterans, uh, people that don't know Jesus uh, in general, want to blame God for all the bad stuff in the world. And John 3.17 explains it right here. God did not send his son to, in the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. So that tells us that uh, God doesn't do all this bad stuff. Um, you know, that's just the enemy attacking us um, because the devil already knows the power and the authority that we hold through the Holy Spirit and the gifts that God has given us because of um, him giving his one and begotten son. So, um, I mean, that, that, that pretty much explains that. That's the whole enemy, right? That's the enemy right there. Don't believe the lies. Number three, Romans 8, 38, 39. This is the love of God. Um, a lot of us veterans, I think, 
because of what we've done and what we've seen um, hate ourselves. At least that's where I was in my life. I just didn't think I was good enough to receive uh, the awesome grace of God. And speaking of which, I just got a new uh, wristband. I got out in Amish country uh, here a couple weeks ago, and it says, His grace is bigger than your sin. Um, So again, don't ever think that whatever sin you think you've committed, uh, you know, you're you're damaged goods, because you're totally not. It's totally the enemy uh, attacking your thoughts, and uh, we'll get into that about taking your thoughts captive later in the, in the scripture here. So Romans 8, 38, 39 is uh, one of my life uh, verses because, uh, like I said, I, I hated myself for the longest time for getting myself into stupid situations and, and obviously dealing with military stuff uh, from deployments and stuff. Uh, it says this, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Man, let's go, man, let's go. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ, which is in Jesus our Lord. Man, I love that. It's so good. It's so good. He loves us no matter what. No matter what, guys. Um, number four, John fourteen six. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, man, I, I got a story to tell about this one, about my daughter um, and her miracle that she had. And we'll save that for another time. Um, but man, she, my, my daughter struggled with a lot in her life at a very young age, and um, she was struggling with her faith. And um, you know, as parents, we are we're called to guide and and to direct in the way that that they should that way that the way they should go. And um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, got some phlegm in my throat. Um. But anyway, she was just struggling with, um, you know, different things, different uh, religions, and you know, I hate that term, religion. It's it's just a, I hate it. It's just a dirty word to me because it's just it's Jesus. It's not religion. It's Jesus. It's creating a relationship with Jesus. That's what it is. Is creating an intimacy with Jesus, with Him, with the Father, with Abba Father. Um, so he is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, that's it, man. It's so good. Joshua 1, 9, number 5, Joshua 1, 9. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, even when you are on your path of destruction, in your addiction, wherever you're at, he's still with you. Um, it's, it's like the old parable of the uh, footprints in the sand. There's one set of footprints because he carries us uh, when we can't carry ourselves, um, and he's always there no matter what. He's with us uh, even when we don't think he's with us, um, even in, in our addiction, our sin. Um, he's there. And and the the cool thing about that is being in my faith now and looking back and seeing where God was in the moments of um, my addiction with alcohol uh, um, and my struggles with anger and, and everything, just and being able to, and that's like what we talked about, what Steve has talked about is bringing those impurities to the forefront and, and us now in our faith, being able to recognize these things, we can now look back into our past and see where God was in the moments where we didn't think he was there. And if you look at it that way and you take time to um, 
just look back and see, wow, there he was. I mean, that's just so, um, wow, just so uh, heartwarming and just um, just makes me thankful for for everything that um, it's just just a blessing to have uh, Jesus in my life and, and the miracles and the, uh, the victories that I've had along my way. And um, that's why I want this for so many out there, um, because he is there in our path of destruction. Uh, number six, 1 Corinthians 3.16. This is, this is a good one. This one really got me too. Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells inside you? Man, uh, we are one with him uh, when we accept uh, Jesus into our life. Um, we are one with him. We are one with him. Um, God calls us to be one with him and to be one with others. Um, that's why this whole... <laughs> This whole COVID thing, in my opinion, is not to get sidetracked here, not, not another soapbox, time for another episode, but um, this whole COVID thing is a complete spiritual attack from the enemy. And, um, you know, the whole six feet thing, you know. God wants us to be in one with him and one with another. It's connection in the Holy Spirit through our family. You know, what we God doesn't... You know, God doesn't recognize, you know, individual families here on earth. Um, why is that? Because we are all of one bloodline. We are all of his bloodline, and we are all brothers and sisters, and we all have the blood of Jesus flowing through us. And, um, God, that's just so awesome that uh, we are all family. We are all literally brothers and sisters, and I know sometimes even even church family find it hard to uh, wrap your uh, wrap your brain around that, and um, uh, but we are we are family, and uh, it's not just church family. And I think God uh, wants us to realize that wants us to bring us back to the realization. Um, and wants us to be reconciled with them and reconciled uh, with our brothers and sisters. And uh, just some of the revelation and some of the visions that, that uh, I've been getting from him lately, and it's just, it's so good. Uh, God is so good um, that he has blessed me with revelation on this, and, and then I can share it with you, and uh, so good, so... God is in you. Um, number seven, John eight twelve. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Um, man, in our, in our garbage, our, our addiction, um, we're just, we're walking in darkness. Even though he is there, um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel because you are never too far gone to be saved by God, to be saved by Jesus. Um, but he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Man, um, you step into that light chains just drop, you know, it's, it's just the spirit of liberation, the spirit of liberty. Um, number eight, John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, Satan only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And there's many forms of that, and uh, he may he may make it appear in a more extravagant, more appealing way. Um, 
may try to dress it up and make it look like something else, uh, but it's not. There's only, I mean, his his tactics don't change. Uh, it's always the same. He has n- no new tricks. Uh, he is he can't create anything. Only God can do that. And um, so that's all he does: steal, kill, and destroy. And there's many forms of it. Um, so now looking back again, seeing that in my past, um, totally the enemy just coming to steal, kill, and destroy my happiness, uh, my sanity, uh, my mental health. Um, it's just, you know, joy now. That's what it is. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Number nine, Luke twelve twenty nine through 32. This is another one of my life verses. Uh, and do not seek what you shall eat or what you shall drink nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations seek after, and the Father knows that you need these things, but seek the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Um, we have to be in and acknowledged that Worry is, a, technically, it's a form of sin. Um, you know, with with PTSD, one of the main um, symptoms of, of that is anxiety and being in your surroundings. And again, PTSD is also just another form, and I've said it before, it's just another form of spiritual attack. Again, the enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? It's another form of it. Sickness, in my opinion, is just another form of steal, kill, and destroy. And that's, you know, all sickness for that matter. Um, God has given us victory um, above it all. Um, the ability and the authority above it all. We'll get into that later. I think I might have brought that up last week, in the last, uh, last episode, but we'll touch on it again a little bit later. Um, he wants us to have the kingdom. He wants us to have the kingdom. It's, oh man, I just had confirmation about a year ago on that. Um, your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom went through a, a healing conference uh, put on by Chris Gore uh, that, that uh, me and uh, a few people from church went to, from my church that went to last year, and Chris Gore had said that line. He said, it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, right after I had the revelation of this verse. And I was like, man, that's so good. Just confirmation that God was talking to me. Number 10, John 16, 24, until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Um, living in Jesus now, um, we have the, the authority and the power to ask anything in Jesus' name. And he will and you will receive. Uh, now, sometimes the answer might not always what you want to hear or what you want to receive, um, but nonetheless, um, he answers. He answers prayers, and I can testify to that. I mean, it may take a year. Let me rewind. It may take a day. It may take a week. It may take a month. It may take a year. It may take ten years. It may take thirty-one years. Um. But he will answer your prayers. And everything that you ask in Jesus' name will be answered. Um, I'm going to touch on something real quick here. Um, You know, I I gave my testimony a while back. I'm actually coming up here in two weeks, I think. I'm giving my testimony again at a Celebrate Recovery uh, here in town. And... um, 
But one thing that's very awesome is, um, you know, I was molested at a young age when I was five years old. And we went through a five-year court battle. And this guy got off scot-free. And later became a youth pastor. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, and the funny thing is, you know, my mom and I had prayed, you know, that he would go to jail. And then he got off scot-free and, you know, kind of lost my, lost my faith at a young age because uh, we were in a church. Um, and uh, just devastated from that. But, but God... Uh, 31 years later, uh, I was on my way home from work one day and was listening to the radio, and, and they were talking about the message of revival uh, starts from within. And I, I kind of I, I, I knew that. It was just uh, uh, God recon- reconfirming that uh, in me and, and reminded me of that um, because we were uh, a lot of churches and gotten together here uh, this past uh, summer back in September and got together and put on a revival um, and it was just an awesome thing we had like 20 some churches you know come together um, and then you know me starting the 22 redeem stuff and uh, you know the message was is you, you know revival starts within you know that's one of the things I've been saying you know, if you've been listening to anything, um, is that God wants to heal your heart first um, through surrender, and that comes through surrendering to God, and um, and then He begins to work on your heart because I believe everything that we go through takes a chunk, hardens our heart, and once we surrender to Him, He begins to work on our heart, begins to heal it, and this was one of those things uh, that how God worked on my heart, and He said that. Um, you know, he said, you know, the message was revival starts within, starts within your heart. And your heart needs to heal first before you can, um, you know, put revival out there on other people. And so the next day is when I heard that the guy that molested me um, years ago, got arrested by the FBI for child pornography. And um, I was like, unbelievable, unbelievable how God is. And um, 31 years later, he went to jail. Um, You know, he only got 10 years. I think he should have got more. But it was it was a closure, and it, it was a it was a healing of my heart, and and God had showed me that you know that's where a lot of my built up anger had come from, uh, was Him getting off scot free, so uh, my heart healed in that section of my life, so it w- it was just awesome, so good, so good. Okay, uh, number eleven, James five sixteen. Therefore. Confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that they may be healed. This verse was huge um, to me um, because I was always internal, you know, kept all my junk inside and never, you know, talked about it, let it out. Uh, you know, it's <clears throat> it's just, uh, you know, that's what we do as guys. You know, we're the tough guy. And uh, we keep everything in. You know, we don't need to talk to anybody about our our baggage, our junk. You know, you know, we're ashamed of it, and that's exactly where the enemy wants us. He wants us in that shame and guilt and and all that bull crap. And uh, he doesn't want us to let it all out. But I'm telling you what, releasing that information, releasing all of our stuff, uh, is such a freeing and weightlifting moment in your life. Um, you know, the, the moment I stepped into this church that we uh, started, we attend now, now members of, um, was just mind-blowing of the revelation that I got 
of this verse, you know, it's, again, you know, the enemy wants us to keep it in, man, but once we let it out, therefore people know what we're going through, so therefore they can pray for us more appropriately and more intently. And uh, um, that's what, uh, you know, the power of prayer is uh, amazing. I, I mean, that's what uh, unlocks God's power, is the power of prayer. That unlocks all the tools and all the weapons that, uh, that the kingdom has for us, that God has for us. It's uh, it through prayer. Moving along. Ephesians, number 12. Ephesians 6, 12, 13. Ooh, this is one of my favorites. The armor of God. This is where the armor of God starts. And we're going to touch on this later as well after we get all this done. Um, actually, Scratch that. No, we're not. We can go through right now. Add something else for later. Ephesians 6, 12, 13. For we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood. Flesh and blood just means secular here on earth. But against the principalities, against the powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Uh, full armor of God, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, sandals of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, and sword of the spirit. Um, so, Ephesians 6.12, and I went over this um, last episode, but I'm going to go over it again. We do not wrestle against the flesh and blood. Our battle is spiritual. Um, and if we don't handle it in a, spiritual well, in a spiritual way, we're just beating our head up against a brick wall. Ain't nothing going to happen. Um, and the awesome thing about Ephesians is about that verse is I'm going to pull out my handy dandy Bible here and go to Ephesians um, so Ephesians 12 2021, chapter 1, 2021, uh, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and the power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in which is to come. Um, we are seated at the right hand of God. So we are at one. We are one with Christ because, if you remember, um, back at number six, First Corinthians three six eight. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells inside you? So, stating that we are at, we are one with Him, and He has seated us at the right hand of Him. Uh, Above, far above all, principality. So Ephesians six twelve says we don't we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but but we wrestle against principalities. Well, here going back in in one twenty uh, twenty one, far above all principality. So. Not only do we not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we don't, technically, we don't even wrestle against uh, the principalities. Um, you know, we're, he has seated us in heavenly places. 
above it all. Um, so we have the power and the authority through uh, Jesus Christ in the Holy Spirit to be above it all. Um, it's just, you know, we're, <laughs> we're just above it all. So everything that comes against us in the world, in the flesh and blood, it's nothing. It is nothing. The principalities of the spiritual realm, it is nothing. Why? Because the Spirit of God dwells inside us, for one. Two, we are seated in heavenly places with him, above it all. Point blank, end of discussion. Now, do we struggle? Of course. Are we perfect? No. Are we to have a repentant heart? Yes and amen. That's the awesomeness of God's grace. Thirteen. Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and find refuge. Um, boy, I picked this one because I thought, man, a lot of guys would um, would really understand this. Um, when we call upon the name of the Lord, and the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run to it, and find refuge. You know, what do we do? What is the very first thing when, when we get into, um, you know, if, we get, if we're on a convoy and we get ambushed, what is the first thing we do? Dismount. Um, um, we take refuge. Um, well, depending upon the situation. Um, but if we're, in, if we're in an uncovered vehicle... Um, normally that's what we do. We'll, we'll dismount and run to the, you know, run for cover, run for a building for a cover. So that's, that's how I took that as, how I can relate. And I hope, uh, uh you receive that as I did, um, that you can relate to it. Um, so he should be the first thing that we run to, the name of the Lord. When we call upon the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and find refuge. Um, that just hit me. Number 14, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Um, I touched on this earlier, um, bringing thoughts into captivity. Um, you know, the enemy, again, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And, you know, another form of that is him getting in our head and in our thoughts, and a lot of times, you know, the enemy does get in our head, and we just, like, are, and if you're anything like me, my brain runs a mile a minute, and still does at times, and, um, but again, we're above it all, right? Um, knowing that, um, that in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity. Uh, so we have the ability to bring, that, bring those negative thoughts into captivity um, to the obedience of Christ. So what do we do with that? We seek the kingdom above all else. We get into the word. We do devotionals. We surround ourselves with Christians. Um, we go to church to be filled. Um, and church isn't just a four-walled building. Um, that's not the church. That's not how Christ wanted it to be. Um, we are the church. We are to be out amongst the people and preach the gospel. Um, the Great Commission is to sp 
go to every nation and spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, and so, yeah, you have the power and the authority. Again, this kind of repeats um, Ephesians 6.12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Excuse me. All of a sudden got the hiccups here. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Carnal just means flesh and blood, worldly, uh, but mighty in God. So awesome. Number 15, Isaiah 54, 17. I have a t-shirt that has this on here. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Um, and it talks about inheritance there, man. Well, it says heritage. Um, but that's what we inherit as the sons and daughters of the Lord. We inherit, we inherit, wow, all of a sudden I can't say that word. We inherit that. All the blessings and everything that God has for us. We are his sons and daughters. We are saints whom he is well pleased. Number 16, Psalm 144, 1-2. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. Uh, man, this is, this is definitely a huge, um, um, soldier, uh, scripture here. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Mm. Um, I'm going to touch on this. This is what I wanted to talk about later. We're going to touch on this. Wow, we're at 42 minutes. I did not think we were going to be this long today. So pretty crazy, pretty crazy. We at here. <laughs> oh, boy. Good stuff, good stuff, guys. Number 17, James 1.12. Blessed is the man who endures all temptation, for when he has been approved... He will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. And again, that's our, our inheritance. Um, uh, who endures all temptation. We will be tempted. We will be tempted. And again, that's an attack from Satan himself. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. For when we surrender to God... He will receive the crown of life, which is the Lord has promised to those who love him. Oh, boy. So good, so good. James 4, 7, and 8. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Um, that's just the intimacy right there that we create with, uh, with the Father. Um, Man, I pray that that uh, veterans out there just have a revelation of the heart of the Father. Um, because, therefore, when you submit to God and resist the devil, he has to flee, you know. God has complete and total authority over the enemy. And Satan knows that. So... Uh, 
you know, when we submit to God and, um, you know, resist in Jesus' name, resist the devil in Jesus' name, man, they have to submit. They have to flee. Um, Yeah. Good stuff. Got three, no, one more. We got 22 verses for the 22 redeemed. Number 19, Romans 12, 2. It's another one of my life forces. Life force. <laughs> life verses. Uh, 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you, that you may know, you may prove, that what, uh, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God um, uh, don't let the outside world change your views of what God is um, because people's concepts of God and Jesus and religion, um, they have no clue as non-believers. Um, so don't let, you know, be careful. This is another uh, good one that uh, one of my spiritual fathers uh says a lot is be careful who who speaks life into your life um, guard your heart above all else and um, so you can tell uh, when somebody doesn't know what they're talking about um, you know it, knowing God is only through creating an intimacy with with the Father, and um, getting into the Word, and, you know, you'll be able to tell, you know, people will say something, and you'll be like, is that really what the Bible says? Is that really what God's Word says? Uh, is that really what Jesus said? Um, I don't think so. I mean, because you'll be able to tell. I mean, and again, walking with Him, and again, like I said before, or we have, we've said before, is you know uh, the wrong things, um, and you know what's wrong, what people say are wrong. Um, because walking with him in the truth, which is the word, obviously, um, you'll just be able to know, you know, bringing those impurities to the forefront and seeing those uh, negative or false uh, preachings or false teachings, you'll be able to see that. And um, so, uh, yeah, draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. Get into the word. Seek the kingdom. That's what that, that basically says there. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. When you move towards him, he will move towards you, and you will be at one, and you will move forward together. That's the biggest thing is God doesn't want you to dwell in your past. Um, yeah, you can look back and see where he was at, but he wants you to keep your eyes forward and um, for you not to dwell on your negative past. Um, We all have them. We all have have skeletons. We all have crap. Um, But there is so much good for you, he has for you in the future, walking with him. And uh, so don't dwell on it. I mean, your past is your past for a reason. Don't look at the rearview mirror. Look straight forward. He's created a path for you. Get in prayer. Get in the word and seek what path he has for you. Um, Because God will open doors that only he can open. And he'll close doors that no one can close, that only he can close. And, um, you know, I struggled for this for a long time, uh, you know, when I had multiple doors open in front of me and I didn't know which one to take. And I had somebody say to me, well, it doesn't really matter which one you take because God is the one that has put them there in front of you. God has opened those doors. You will succeed in, at any one of them. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter which one you take because God opened those doors, and you'll succeed in any one of them. 
so that kind of just mind blown when I heard that. Uh, so man, I tell that to a lot of people. Uh, so good. Uh, number 20. And this is our, the 22 redeems verse that goes with our ministry here. Ephesians 1, 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Amen. Come on, let's go. You are redeemed through his blood. You are covered by the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ. You have victory in him. He has forgiven you through his grace, and his grace is so forgiving. Um, again, that's why I got this. That's why I got that wristband. His grace is bigger than your sin. Mm. 21. John fifteen thirteen. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for his friends. This 21, uh, John 15, 13, goes together with what I'm talking about here a little bit later, what God is was showing me, uh, what God has for us. Um, so yeah, we'll touch on that here in a sec. Excuse me, hiccups. Last but not least, Galatians 6, 1. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass sin, you who are spiritual, restore such one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Um, basically, this is our job. This is our glory to glory that... Um, now that we walk in our faith, what do we do? Well, we're we're called to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, and um, and we are to you know lead others to Jesus. And uh, so this is what my calling is, and what uh, all Christians' calling is, for that matter. But um, you know. Our mission is to lead veterans to Jesus. And um, so you who are spiritual, restore such one in a spirit of gentleness. You know, we can't condemn one another. Um, you know, you know, we can't say, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Yada, yada, yada. You're stupid. You know, obviously that's not Jesus. Um, we are to lift each other up in love and care for one another and um, be there, uh, you know, when, when others uh, think that hope is all lost. And um, so that's my heart. That's Jesus' heart. And uh, that's what we're to do, is to restore one another in a spirit of gentleness. And, um, but then at the last part there, it says, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted, um, you know, if you are come across somebody that is talking about, or I mean, sorry, is, is, you know, in a path of destruction that you were once in similar to yourself, um, what is the enemy going to do? It's, it's the temptation. The temptation is going to be there. Um, but again, you have the power and authority and dominion uh, over it all. So... The enemy is going to come to try to steal, kill, and destroy, uh, but you just laugh at him because we have the power over it all. So that's it, guys. That's the 22 verses, and wow, that took almost an hour. I didn't think I had enough. I didn't think I have enough material for an hour, but <laughs> here we go. So going into our. Um, what God has been showing me this past week is what God has for us uh, in his kingdom. You know, that, that John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this than to lay, one, lay down one's life for its friends. Uh, that was kind of, that's kind of our motto as a veteran. You know, we risk our lives for our brothers and our sisters. And so I think that's why um, God 
draws near to military um, because we have that same mindset as, as him um, without realizing it. And we have that armor of God, even though we didn't think we had it. You know, just think about our full, you know, our full kit, you know, our helmet, our uh, our vest, you know, our boots, our belt, our sword of the spirit, our M4 is our sword of the spirit. Um, we're a warrior of God. We're a warrior for the kingdom. Um, and what is a veteran? You know, I got this wooden plaque that I, I got a while back. It says, a veteran, whether active duty, discharged, retired, or reserve, is someone who at one point in his or her life wrote a blank check made payable to the United States of America for an amount of up to and including his or her life. That is honor. And there are way too many people in this country today who no longer understand that fact. Um, what does that sound like to you? What does that sound like? Doesn't that sound like um, John fifteen thirteen? John three sixteen? The vision that God give, gave me this past week tells me that um, what he has, our purpose, is we are warriors in God's army. Um, that is our position that he has for us. You know, whether we join the military to for school, for whatever purpose, uh, for whatever reason that you join the military. Deep down, you had a patriotism and a, a sense of duty um, to defend against an enemy. And um, I think that that was prophesying in a way for the future in our life after this one. Because I think that's what God has for us. We have a position in God's army to defend against the enemy. Um, and that's just so awesome. That's just such a privilege to be welcomed into God's army and to know that we have a position. We have a purpose. Boy, that's so huge. You have a purpose. Your purpose is God's army. And we have been groomed for it in this life to carry over in the next. And, um, man, uh, I hope you receive that. I hope that uh, really, really uh, resonates with a lot of veterans out there in your hearts and your mind. And, man, I hope you just uh, receive that today. Um, that you are welcomed with open arms into God's army, that you are a warrior for the kingdom, and that get ready. It's going to be awesome because we have victory over it all. We have victory over it all, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. And, um, uh, man, that just uh, receiving that today and uh Receiving that um, message from God this past week has just been um, really relaxing, real peace, real bringing a sense of peace and calmness to me, and uh, just um, knowing that that He has a purpose for us. Um, so, with that, I think we'll wrap it up, guys. And um, again, as we always say, just uh, if you know anybody out there that's struggling. And uh, just share this with them. Um, get on our Facebook page, our, uh, our YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe. And uh, just share the message of Jesus with everybody, wherever you go. Claim the land for Jesus everywhere you go. 
And um, just don yourself with the full armor of God. A helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, the sandals of the gospel of peace, the boots of the gospel of peace. (laughs) The shield of faith and the M4 of spirit. (laughs) Oh, guys, just, um, hey, remember, uh, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, pretty much everywhere where you can get... um, where you can get where you listen to your podcast at. So again, guys, share this with veterans that you may uh, know that uh, could use this, that are struggling with addiction, and are struggling with uh, mental health, uh, with PTS and uh, with post-traumatic stress. And um, uh, we just thank you for for listening. Uh, we thank you for the support. And um, uh, yeah, just go out and be blessed, guys. We love you and have a wonderful day. Oh!